Hey, you naughty little possums. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's a very special episode. Uh, I have my best friend in the entire world, or one of my best friends in the entire world, um, here. He just surprised me uh, from New Zealand. He came out in out of nowhere. Um, they surprised me for my birthday. So I thought, fuck it. I may as well get this little rat on the podcast um, because <laughs> he's got a fucking crazy story. What up, Jacob? What's going on? Everyone, if you're listening, audio only, uh, or in just if you are listening, you should be. Uh, is, is you don't it, want to listen to this. Is it, I don't even know what's going on. I just woke up. Is Jay Saint the Rod? I'm not sure. How long are you in uh, LA for? Um, well, I'm going to try and marry someone and hopefully potentially just stay here. You can't say that. Can't, can't, you said I could say anything. Well, well, you, I'm not going to no, say you, you it. I'm not working here at no, all. Work. I'm not getting paid for this. You can't say I'm just saying border security will come. Fuck it. Uh, You'll be on the next fucking border patrol TV show. I'll marry uh, you. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank, well, there he's Canadian. Go. That doesn't there work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm trying to get out of here. I'm surprised they let me in here twice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you look dodgy. <laughs> you look like you look um, like so. Can drunk. we get one of those like <laughs> d- description things? Is it like an audio you kinda, description? You kind of look like the stereotype for like every like half Middle Eastern, half black, half everything. <laughs> it's like pretty much like everything border security discriminates <laughs> no, against. No, I want. Have you seen this man? Oh, that's actually my mate. <laughs> here's, no, here's the thing. We were walking through customs, right? Everyone got through fine, but the only person... Bro, dressed like the Boston bomber, no, too. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but the, oh. the, only, the only person that didn't get through was uh, Chris John, the handsome Croatian guy who looks like he sells houses. Yeah. He got pulled up, and they put him in the interrogation room, and we're all, like, joking in the group chat and just saying the most vulgar shit. And I was like, oh, damn. Like They're probably, like, looking at his phone going, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Um, so anyway, how did you get to America? How, what was how did what was the process of surprising me? I I don't know any of this shit. Um, well, I, like actually, I can't give you dates. I just I just woke up one day. Uh, Jeff and Christian had messaged me. And we're like, hey man, we're trying to figure out how we're gonna what we're gonna surprise Harry with. And I mean, what do you get someone who can just buy shit that he wants himself? So uh, <laughs> let let's surprise him. Do you want to do you want to come to Mexico and whatnot? And I was like, oh yeah, like let's do it. Um, had to flip and jump through a lot of flipping holes. You can, you can say fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I had yeah. to jump through a fucking bunch of holes and stuff. Holes? Loops. Loops. Um, yeah. Had to get like a COVID clearance and stuff. It was, it was, it was really flipping annoying, actually, to be honest. Why um, are you saying flipping? It's, flipping. It's, I don't he, know. He, he changed up as soon as the cameras are on. There might be kids watching. No, there isn't. No, there's no kids watching no, this. We've got, okay. we've got a beautiful world. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. The kids watching yeah, Harry. It's too late. <laughs> Child friendly. Did you yeah. see yeah. all the sex toys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's too late. That kid's, that kid's not that coming kid's, back. That no. kid's not coming yet. <laughs> anyway. Um, where did you where did you grow up? I want to learn. I want the people to, to kind of like figure out like your oh. upbringing and stuff like that. Um, where did I grow up? I grew up in a, a, the biggest town in New Zealand, Auckland. Um, I actually grew in a city. Well, I did, yeah, what's well, a city? <laughs> city town. That's city. <laughs> <laughs> Auckland. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I actually grew up with my nana because uh, my little sister was born with a tumor in her brain. So she was born with a tumor in a place called the basal ganglia, which is in in the part in the brain that um, controls like your motor movements, so like hand-eye coordination, speech, and it stuff. It sounds like, like a terrible place for a tumor. She actually wasn't supposed to live past the age of three, I believe. So I was, wow. yeah. So um, my 
My actually, my my first sister who was called Oceany. My mum mum's a bit of a hippie. She's a bit weird, actually. Hey, mum, if you're watching this, I she's love you. Great. Um, she died, so she was a, she was a very sick baby, and she died in. So. Oh fuck! I thought you were saying your mum died. I'm like, oh. sure message you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mum, I hope you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm talking to her. Um, but yeah, go on. Sorry, Oceania. So, yeah. <laughs> so she she passed as a, as a as a baby. I think she was only a couple of weeks old. So I lived with my nana because mm. my mum had to stay in hospital with my sister. Yeah, I um raised by my nana. That was um had had a very interesting upbringing. Yeah. Um, I was. Being that, that that part of the family's white, so the, the whole the whole time I was growing up, I basically looked like I was adopted. Um, <laughs> what are so, you? you? So so, that, so it was interesting. Um, so my dad's side mm. is African German, mm. and then my mum's side is Spanish, mm. um, and they've also like some some New Zealand European, like Irish. English in there, and yeah. then they've also got um yeah. The, the and African under the hoodie, like, under the hoodie, I swear to God, he's covered in Russian prison tattoos. Uh, like like <laughs> the whole, his whole body is inked with Russian prison oh, tattoos. Dope. Yeah, when, when did that shit happen? Um, I never asked you that this was, shit. That was an interesting one. Uh, we're actually on a bender, and um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my, one of my mates had uh, <laughs> that I went to to like primary school with. Mm. Um, he, he had a, a tattoo gun. And so, as you do, you're like, "Hey, man! Like, if you can, if you give me some tattoos, yeah, um, is there a way that I could probably not pay for them? You know, you know, man, I love free shit. I mean, you don't tell me you fucked him, did you? I was like, "Well, yeah." So we did. We literally sat there, um, drunk, for a good twenty something hours. Yeah, um, and we just did my entire chest and torso and stuff. Um, yeah. A lot of it's still unshaded because obviously when you're drinking, you bleed a lot. So, so he did the whole the whole bunch of shit while you're fucked up. <laughs> yeah, sounds that's, like that's why all the there's so many lines that are like crooked and stuff. <laughs> so all, How long did it take? Your whole body. Oh, it was a good good flipping 20, 20 plus hours. I reckon we had we had a few breaks. Oh, this was a legitimate bender. This was a bender. We were doing it while we're while we're bending. We'd like keep popping in and do some more. Jesus. Christ. So anyway, back to, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that. Anyway, back to your upbringing. So Jacob's got sisters, family, everything like that. But Jacob grew up in a pretty like around a lot of gangs. Um. Yeah. Well, my 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 biological father, who I don't really have anything uh, much to do with. Obviously, my early memories of him mm. are basically him trying to stab my mum in the kitchen with a knife and stuff. So that doesn't um, sound like a healthy relationship. Nah. So. Uh, yeah, I, I just remember <laughs> just remember a lot of seeing my mum getting beaten and um, a lot of screaming and we would be like, you know, were, I remember like fond memories as a kid was me mm. in my room watching flipping little, um, you remember when we used videotapes? Mm. So like record shows and stuff and watch them on videotapes. And so just like, you know, I have my little videotape collection in my room and I'd watch shows yeah. and um, I just remember there'd always be like, it'd be like something crazy would happen and I'd hear like a whole bunch of smashing about my mum screaming and then it'd be my mum running and bleeding frantic and whatever and telling me to pack my stuff and then would be like off to somewhere else and so yeah spent a lot of my um childhood kind of racing up and down the country escaping from my dad and whatnot so do you think that like affected you a lot oh massively um that even still to this day I um find it very hard to, I guess, have relationships. Yeah. I'm a fucking terrible boyfriend. 
No, well, <laughs> well, no, you did have a pretty. <laughs> no, like uh, Jacob has this rule where he he, like this is where the this shit. This is actually how we met. This is this this story is actually fucked. Jacob has uh, a rule where he will never love again. Like that's yeah. his that's his rule. He'll never fall in love again. Yeah, that's um. And do you want to explain? Like it's pretty fucked. If you're listening, guys, like uh, trigger warning. I don't know. Yeah, don't I? I don't know. Hey, I would like little just trying really hard not to tap on the table. Yeah, little I thought Harry had that rule too. <laughs> 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 no, <it's fine. laughs> I think his is for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna do what I'm fucking with. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, also disclaimer: I'm I'm not perfect. I did things wrong too, but um, yeah. Here's yeah, the... look at his teeth; they're crooked. He's definitely not perfect. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Okay. Go away. Hey, you yeah. said you said you give me veneers. I will. I'll yeah. give you veneers. Yeah. All right. You're wearing a lot of this shit. Well. You may as well take my every, teeth. Every <laughs> <laughs> no, look, at this, look at this guy. He's got my watch on. He's got my diamond bracelet. He's got my glasses on. He used to steal my clothes. Hey, you you gave these to me. Yeah. I, well, I said you could wear them. And you just never gave them back. <laughs> anyway, anyway <laughs> like, let's get this serious shit. Um. So, me and Jacob met because he died. Yeah. Because he killed himself. I swear to God. I, Why I, is it a common thing? But it, it's, it's 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 super unfortunate. But I was officially yes pr- pronounced dead. They've even rang my mum and she's she's coming to collect the body. But um, came alive. What, what did you see any shit on the other side? Yeah, I, should, we'll start at the start, right? So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, we'll we'll start yeah. at the start. Um, Dude, you look really well rested for somebody that just got off a bender. Wow, that's crazy. Do you know why? Why is that? Because I have beat all my helix. Mattress. <laughs> if you guys are listening, if you're tuning in, uh, we are back with our beautiful sponsor, Helix. Uh, now, if you're ready, if you're feeling like it's time for a new mattress, if it's time for a better sleep, it's time to check out Helix. Abby's got one in his house. Yeah, I took the uh, sleep quiz mm. and I filled out all the stuff and yep. I'm a side sleeper yep. and they recommended the sunset, which I ended up getting and I sleep really well and he's I, also got a horse cock and he has wild and rough sex yeah and the spring hasn't busted out or anything like that no no nothing like that it's been it's been sturdy it's Absolutely been solid amazing. yeah Have just like having sex on a cloud in heaven pretty much <laughs> like that's what i imagine sex with you would be like like on a cloud <laughs> in heaven yeah especially on a helix mattress helix is offering up to 200 dollars off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners uh so all you have to do is head over to helix sleep dot com slash tap in if you want to get yourself a new mattress if you want to try their sleep quiz go give it a shot see what type of mattress you're on see what type of sleeper you are um i just love sleeping and if you want to have a good night's sleep helix is offering up to 200 dollars off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners head over to helixsleep.com slash tap in that's helixsleep.com slash tap in for 200 for up to 200 dollars off and two free pillows. Have you and Francesca ever slept on Helix mattress? <laughs> <laughs> so I just went home super quick. I've been in and out of meetings all day and need to have some food. You know what I had? What do you have? Freshly bang that shit in the microwave, smash it out. All the boys were there, gave them a quick and easy meal. If you're unsure what we're talking about, we're talking about Freshly, the, the beautiful food company that has sent us a stack of food and it's honestly nice like it's good food super easy to make sometimes dinner time is chaotic sometimes lunch is chaotic we're in and out of meetings or we have to rush to the office uh this is super easy you whack it in the microwave for three minutes you can go bang your girl 
and be back with 30 seconds to spare. <laughs> Perfect. So I don't I don't have any money. I lost <laughs> I lost I lost all my money on Bitcoin. Oh can, shit. But can I afford it? Yes. So the best thing about Freshly it is super affordable. It comes over like what, $6 a meal, which is I like, can afford that. It's super realistic uh and super affordable and you also like you're probably going to be saving a lot of money by eating at home and not eating out. So right now Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to freshly.com slash tap in stop stressing about dinner go to freshly.com slash tap in for 40 dollars off your first two orders that's freshly.com slash tap in 40 dollars off your first two orders i haven't really talked about this in a while probably uh, it might be a bit of crying I'm gonna Take the glass. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> oh god it's what if it's happening yeah, um yeah, so where, where do we start? At the start. Um, usually, usually. No, I'm, oh, I'm trying to think. Like a... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the worst. Sorry, this gets serious. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think, obviously, due, due to my my upbringing mm. and a lot of the things I've seen and around, um, you know, probably having a, having a fatherless home, not mm. really having um, any solid foundations anywhere I've ever been. Like, I was always in and out of schools, um, bounced around from city to city and never really had a place where I stayed. And I, I don't think I ever lived in a home um, for longer than maybe half a year mm. as, a, as a kid. It was always moving around. Like, my dad would find out where we lived and we'd have to move again. Like, so... It's horrible. Um, never really... Never really built any foundations in general. Um, so, obviously, that correlated into a lot of mental health issues as a kid. Like... Uh, being like manic, depressive, uh, bipolar, very up, very down. Um, just with my relationships, never really, like even friendships and stuff, always um, never really let anyone in kind mm. of thing. Um, but yeah, so I was, it, where did it start? Um, I guess, yeah. Ended up with this girl. Uh, a few people. Was she hot? Uh, <laughs> she was pretty lit. Yeah, no, she, she's she's um, she's very attractive girl. So, yeah, so, yeah. I think ninety nine percent of people would say she's pretty fucking hot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm in this relationship with this girl. Um, fell in love. Fell in love as you do, yeah. As you fell do. Fell in love. Oh, oh you know, oh. Couple, oh, fucking some cuddles and whatnot. Um, <laughs> no, it was good. We, I think, I, I've I've always. My relationships has always been this thing of when the when the highs are high, they're mm. fucking amazing, amazing, and then the lows equal out, and they're just the worst. And yeah. I've, I've never been able to find this middle ground where, you know, I feel like we were so intense with each other that yeah. any little thing just got blown and you know out of proportion. So yeah. we love really hard and hate each other pretty hard as well. Mm. And um, you know, she was young, I was a lot older and stuff, and. Uh, I think, yeah, we, I had a lot of issues. She had a lot of issues. It was, I think it was about 50-50. But um, anyway, where the, well, I guess where the, my downward spiral started was, um, oh, when was this, two, when was this, 2018 now? Yeah. Um, so I get a, I get a call from my uh, dad one morning and it's weird, like you, you know, when 
when something when he called is there was this feeling that I felt like mm. I, I couldn't explain it like I, he called and I picked the phone up and I was like hi and he's like Jake and I was like oh it's dad and then like just the way he said my name I like I was like fuck something's like not alright here I was like what's yeah. good and he was, there was just this massive pause and I was like I was like what's going on he's like oh it's a Lewis and then like it was something like he said that and I just knew like straight away like yeah <clears throat> something something had happened and I was like oh you know like what do you mean and he's just like there was just like this pause like it felt like forever like it was maybe like 30 seconds but like we could have been you know yeah it was it felt like forever just this massive pause and he goes oh he, he hung himself and I was like oh yeah like didn't know what to you know like I'm just like so I just remember, like, like it felt like shit was like, you know, like waves are just crashing on me. And I was like, you know when you're a little kid and you're at the beach and, you know, you get hit by a wave and you kind of, like, get sucked down, you're pushed down, you can't really breathe. Mm. You just feel like, yeah. It literally, <clears throat> like, that's what it felt like. I was just like, and I just remember, like, I was, like, dropping the phone. I was, like, shaking my hands like this because I felt so weird and I didn't yeah. know what to do. Um, and so, I, like, I was like, okay. Picked the phone back. I was, like, talking to my dad I I was in um sort of autopilot couldn't tell you what the conversation was like I literally don't even remember wow we maybe talked for 10 minutes or something like that and I, I can't even decide no idea what the hell we said to each other um and uh, and I was like oh, and I just remember sitting there and I was like oh, okay like didn't, didn't really know what to do bit numb like I just felt cold and whatnot mm. I was like oh, I like and you know, I have this tendency to like when shit's going off me, like to I don't I never want to like burden other people, and mm. I feel like a lot of people that have like mental health issues and stuff can like relate to this as like you don't want to talk about it because you feel like it's a burden, and then it's almost as if like when you say how you're actually feeling inside, it seems almost silly. Mm. You're like, oh, like what, well, like. Well, why do I feel like that, you know? But when you have the internal discussion, it's like, it's overwhelming and you're just like, and it's so intense and you're like, why oh, I feel like this? And then you, you actually, you make it real by saying that. And it seems so little and pathetic and you're just mm. like, oh, like, you know, like, that's stupid. So I, yeah, I have that tendency to do that with everything. If something's bothering me, like, you'll be the first to attest, like, if something's going on, mm. like, I, you wouldn't know. Like, I wouldn't let you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, when he had chlamydia, he just would, <laughs> would not tell me anything. <laughs> so Well, I was trying to get my first STD in, in Mexico, and that didn't work out, did it? Um, you promised me an STD. <laughs> I want my Any, money back. Anyway, back to um, seriousness. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that's, another, that's another coping mechanism for me. We, yeah, um, we just laugh about we shit. We just laugh about shit that we shouldn't yeah. um, to, to deal with it. Um, I don't do that. I'm serious, 24-7. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. always cry. You're, you're yeah, a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so we got the bad news. So we get the bad Wait, news. Wait, so who who hung themselves? Uh, so this, uh, the person that I call dad um, isn't my real dad. He's um, he's just like my father figure, but he's like dad. You couldn't tell me otherwise, mm. you know. Um, very close family friend, and like he's just my dad. Like yep. if anyone asks, that's my dad, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he 
had a best friend called Barry and our families were really close as growing up. So I ended up living with this person, Jay, who I called dad, um, due to all that crazy stuff, right, that was going on. And, you know, my mum was just like, you're of an age where you need to be in a stable home and mm. they can provide this for you. So, yeah, so basically adopted out to this person, became my family um, and everything. And our close family friend, so his friend Barry, he had a son called Laws, and we all grew up together. Like, we were, like, neighbours, like, you know, like it was, that was my family when I was when it, when I was a kid. And so he was, like, a little brother to me. And, um, yeah, like, you couldn't tell me otherwise. That's my, like, you know, how we are, man. Yeah. It'd be the same thing. So, yeah, he was, uh, this, this my, my little brother, Lewis, he was, um, he was an amazing kid, man. He, like, did modelling. He's, like, tall, good-looking, did modelling, was playing, like, rep teams for football. Like, you know, like, from the outside looking in, he's just this... The best. The best kid, like, mm. amazing with kids. Like, he, he had, like babysit you know like you could trust him with like a baby you know you know and like yeah loved animals he's just like this beautiful beautiful human mm. and always smiling like he's just the happiest person always like wanted to do stuff for people um so it's yeah it's like you, you never really know what someone's going through right yeah yeah um so yeah he he ends up hanging himself um i'm kind of like just distraught i'm like zombieing through the next few days like i'm just like i don't know what to like, I can't eat, I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm just like, Bleh. And so my girlfriend at the time, she's like, you know, like, what's going on? Like, talk to me, Rob. I'm like, okay, I'm like, trying to talk. To I'm like, just doing that thing where I'm just going to be strong. I'm going to go down, I'm going to sort this out, right? I'm going to yeah. go down and sort this out. And then I, I think it was, like, maybe the next day, um, something like that, that. This whole time, my life's all a bit blurry. <laughs> yes. Um, so I remember... I'm like, okay, like, uh, yeah, no, like, you're, you're my best friend. I'm going to open up to you. I'm going to tell you what's going on. So I start talking to her and, you know, and then as a, so I'm like, tell her how I'm feeling and whatnot. And then I remember like, and so this is kind of where it all kicks off. Um, I remember talking to her about it and then she goes, she like shows me her phone and she's like, oh, like, uh, what, what photo should I upload next on Instagram? And I'm just like, what? I'm like, well, hold on. So like, you're so so hold up. So <laughs> you're telling your girlfriend exactly what's going on. Be like, hey, yeah, like my, right. my brother growing up just just hung himself. I'm distraught. I need my friend here. I need my best friend. This is what I'm going through. This is how I feel. Like you're with me by my side, ride or die. And then she just goes, Yo, <laughs> what the fuck she should I post on Instagram? She literally shows me a phone, she's like, What photo do you think I should post next on Instagram? And I'll admit, I probably overreacted. Well, I would be pretty pissed. Um, I fucking threw my toys out the cot. What um, photo did she post, though? Yeah, um, was it a good photo? I could actually find it. <laughs> <laughs> I could actually get it. Was it a thirst trap? Was it a um, bikini pic? No, oh, fuck that. No, photos were pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think it was a good one. So, um, she so did that. You got upset. You didn't lay any hands on her, nothing like that. Um, no, not that I can remember. <laughs> no, I would, we literally just, I just yelled at her and we yelling at each other back and forth. Dude, when, when we would fight, it was fucking intense. Like, we, mm. we'd fucking, you know, we'd burn the house down to light a candle. You Did know? you guys I mean, resolve that, that argument or no? That was just... No, so this is the crazy thing. Yeah. That was the last time I saw her for like a month. So she knew exactly what you're she going knew, through. Um, and then she 
didn't realize she didn't reflect and be like, hey, actually, I probably should have been a little bit more respectful of the situation. Yeah, so it was weird. So like we had we had this argument. She leaves. Um, I feel even worse after that, as you can imagine. Like I feel flipping terrible. So I'm like, okay, like this happened to my brother. I've just flipping had an argument with my best friend. Yeah. She's left. I'm alone in my room. I'm being sad. I'm crying. Yeah. You know, no one's here. So I'm like, I'm like, I'll just give it a day, like you know, yeah. like let the let the air cool, let the dust settle, let the dust settle. Talk to her tomorrow. So I'm like, message her the next day, and I'm just like, hey, like I'm really sorry, like I'm like, you know. So I started apologizing. So you went out of your way, you apologized. Yeah, hey, I started apologizing. I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry, like I don't, you know, I like, um, I leave tomorrow. I'd really love for you to come with me, you know, like. You Where know, are you all, leaving to? I'm going down to Wellington. For what? So I'm flying down to Wellington for the funeral. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, like, can you come see me? Or, like, you want to come with me, at, you know, whatever. And she's like, look, I think this is on the Thursday evening. Is that when, it's yeah. a Wednesday night, I think, yeah. And, um, like, message, message me going back and forth. She's like, you know, you can't just, like, go off at me like that. Like, you know, I'm just apologizing at this stage because I'm, at this stage, I'm literally willing to do anything to, you know. Yeah. Just have my best friend there with me, you know, like I your just, support system. Yeah, I just want my, I just want a bit of a cuddle. Yeah, and you know, just to you someone know. to tell you it's okay. Yeah. Play with your hair, give you a kiss on the forehead. <laughs> Literally. So um, you apologize. Let's get through this. So you apologize. Everything. Try to make things amends. Like, hey, I, I need you to come to the funeral with me. I need my best friend. Yeah. And or, then she's like, or if you, yeah, or even if you don't come with me. Can you come and like spend the night with me? Like, you know, can I see you before I leave and go and do this? Yeah. And she like, she like literally realized, she's like, oh, I, I can't. I promised, insert name here, that I'd go to town with them tonight. I'm like. Which, and, and for people listening, town means going to the clubs, going out. So she just said, actually, I can't because I'm going to go party with the girls. Yeah, because she promised, yeah, I promised that I'd go out with the girls. And like, I'm just like, I'm like, you can literally go to town. I'll be gone for a week. Yeah. You can literally go to town this weekend. And like, come down. Can you please, like, please. Like, I'm, I, at this stage, I'm begging. Um, yeah. Being a bit of a simp, actually. So I'm just, well, which I'm you should never out. do in a relationship or in yeah. that situation. Yeah, which I've learned. Um, so I'm simping out, trying to do my best to basically, you know, see my girl before I get mm. down. Doesn't happen. I'm fucked up. I go down there. Um, I get down there and, like, oh, everyone's fucked. Like, as you, as you would Lewis's be. mum, like, can't even speak. Like, it's just, it's honestly, it's just, I get, it's the worst. I just remember walking in and I was just like, it's like all the air had been sucked out of the room. Like, no one's like, yeah. I just remember, I'm just like, oh, shit. And I felt terrible. I, mean, I still remember, like, seeing, like, seeing his body and stuff too. Like, because is it, your family's mouldy, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so they have like open casket yeah. in in New Zealand. So. It's a it's a pretty normal Kiwi thing in general. I think to have like an uh, an open casket, which yeah. is a bit heavy. Um, and it's um, it's pretty intense. I don't know if, if anyone's seen um, <coughs> what um, uh, do you want a moment? No, I want. Like we're gonna break if you want. Oh, I'm just like, um, okay. I don't think 
anyone ever wants to see someone they've loved what they look like after they've hung themselves it is it's it's yeah it's a it's a it's an all the blood goes to the head so it's like a like it's them but it's not and it, it's really it's a really hard thing to see um so i so i mean yeah i'm down there i'm like so okay so i've just seen seen my brother in a casket no one's doing good like mm. and i'm just thinking okay and i remember um so I'm, I'm a big i love jordan peterson so i'm a big jbv person and i remember he was saying like be the person that people can rely on at a funeral mm. and so i'm just saying to myself i was like fuck like be that guy. if not me then who like yeah you know because every like i was like okay everyone someone kind of has to step up here so i'm just like okay cool just suck it up i'm just gonna i was like i'm gonna turn my feelings off and I'm just gonna fucking do it, you know? And so I'm like, I'm trying, I'm still trying to talk to my girl at this stage. So I'm trying to do all this, help mm. out, like carry the gas, do all this stuff, talk to my girl and everything seems fine. So this is the, everything seems fine. I think it's the day I get there or the second day I go on there and everything seems fine. She's saying, we're back to like talking like we're boyfriend, girlfriend again, mm. right? You know, like I love you, all, all that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, everything's back to normal. Okay. This is great. Um, mm. Things aren't. My world isn't as bad as I think. You know, think it is. I've got. I've still got like. There's a glimmer of light there. Mm. Um, and so I like said. I was like, okay. I'm so glad that we've sorted everything out. She's saying sorry. I'm saying sorry. You know, everyone's sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. She's sorry. <laughs> we're all sorry. We're all loving each other. No. Um, I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're we're feeling good. I'm like, yeah, okay. This is great. Um, and I go to. I was like, I explained the situation. I look. I was like, yeah. Um, I won't be able to talk to you for a couple of days because I just need to really like, you know, zero in and be like, I need to step up to the plate. I'm going to do like, do this funeral and then I'll be home. You know, I'll come back home to you and everything will be sweet. She's like, oh yeah, no, I completely understand. So I remember like going through the funeral and all this stuff and I was just like, dude, I want to break down so many times, man. Like I was just like, like, it felt, it literally felt like I was holding like weights inside my chest, like, you know, and I was like dragging my feet and I was just like, just trying to get through every second. Mm. And I remember just saying to myself, I was like, it's all good. It's like, just get through today. Like once you bury him, everything's fine. It's done. You've done what you needed to do. You've helped everyone you can. And then like, like in my head, I was like, I just want to get home, call my girlfriend, and then I can just fucking cry. Like I just wanted to cry. Yeah. Like I've never wanted to cry so fucking bad. Like I was like, holy shit, I'm gonna be like the fucking Michelangelo fountain, just fucking, psh, you know, just you know, or yeah. the little fish things, just, you know, yeah. shooting out my eyes. So I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so we so we buried um we buried my brother and like. I mean, I remember, yeah, we buried, we buried him. It was done. I was like, cool, I'm, I'm going to get back now and I'm just going to call my girl. Yeah. Get back home. Call her. She answers. First, first thing she says, she's like, before you say anything, I need to talk to you. So it's like, the, I haven't talked to her for a couple of days, right? I call her, I'm just like, yeah, fuck, I'm about to have a fucking cry. Like, let's go. Like, and call her, she's like, before you say anything, I need to, I need to, uh, I need to tell you something. I'm just like, 
I'm like, I'm like, that seems not good. <laughs> that you... doesn't sound right. That's <laughs> how I imagined this going for the past couple of days. I was like, can we? Um, I was like, I was like, can I maybe just like say something? She's like, no, no, like I really need to say this. She starts, she starts saying like, oh, you know, like since since this time away, like I think it's been a week or something, this time away and like not talking and all this stuff, it's really made me realize about my independence and blah, blah, all this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it means we're getting married. <laughs> Will you marry me? Um, <laughs> she goes, I'm like, I'm like, I just remember, I think I was going, whoa, 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 let's not do this now on the phone. Like, and I remember saying, I was like, let's not do this now on the phone. Like, if you're, if you're saying what I think you're about to say, can can you at least respect me enough to do this in person? Mm. Right now, uh, like, I just need my best friend. Because she, she was literally my best friend. Like, I spent every day with her. Like, you know, like, I, we're fucking, you know, yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. Like, you know, it was my best mate. It's my yeah. homie, you know? Um, and uh, I was like, I was like, I just need my friend. Like, I just need you like someone to talk to, like, you know, like away from the situation that like I can Just talk to vent. who Get isn't it out. feeling what I'm feeling here. Yeah. Cause I couldn't talk to anyone there cause no one could fucking talk. Yeah. Like everyone was just like, yeah, you know? And she, I was like, I just need my friend. Like, can you talk? Like I need you. And she's like, Oh, like you've got your family there and all this stuff. Like I, I can't do that. And I'm just like, so I'm just like, I just remember <laughs> going, I remember like just, my head like spinning and I felt like, like um, you know those dreams that you have where you're trying to run, you can't feel your legs? Mm. It literally felt like like I couldn't feel my legs. I was like, holy shit. Like, it was like someone had just chopped my legs off. I was just like, oh, no. I mean, <laughs> oh, I can look like a little nugget crawling around. Uh, <laughs> um, so my head was just spinning. I was like, okay. Like, and then I remember her just saying, Jake, Jake. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I didn't I didn't know what to say. Mm. And I was like, okay. Like, um, I just go to her. I was like, I don't, I don't understand why this is happening or whatever. Um, and why you can't be, like, just a friend right now. But um, just being a total simp. Again, like, going back to the, like, just being a, mm. basically bending over, spreading my cheeks. And... Uh, <laughs> Just saying, yeah, I don't, I don't understand what's happening, but I like respect what you're saying, and it's cool. And then I think we just yeah hung up, and then I was like, kind of, um, God, we go from there. This is this is where I went on a bit of a downward spiral. Um, I think I started getting on the piss of that maybe that night. Um, Which means drinking. Yeah. So, but uh, obviously, growing up, seeing a lot of um, alcohol and drug drug use I had had problems with yeah. like alcoholism and drug addiction in the past you know I was a, like a was a drug addict and an alcoholic like time I used to do alcohol and drugs like every day yeah this is this is like before just as like a coping mechanism yeah yeah um so I just got I remember just getting on the piss that night and I think I was probably sending a whole bunch of fucking weird drunk text messages that you do I'm gonna remember them <laughs> um didn't didn't hear from her for a long time didn't she basically just uh, cut me off, which I later come to find out. Um, she was just sleeping with a friend of mine the whole time. So You don't say. Oh, you which don't, is you really don't. the icing on the cake, huh? <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, okay, like, will we say friend? Yeah, probably. Like, it was in that friends group. Anyway, yeah. but I think the thing that, um, so, yeah, it had nothing to do with, like, finding independence and stuff. And now when I look back, I realize 
Because I remember when I was having these conversations with her when we were you, I was like, I remember like some of the prize, I was like, who is this? Like it didn't seem like I was talking to her. Yeah. Which I probably wasn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, bro, this is your plan. This is your plan all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll no, get rid of her. Uh, no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> it was not me. It was me. That's how we became friends. And that's no. how we became friends. No. And no. now I'm happier. Um, so, yeah, I, I then found out that that whole time when I was going through all that, my entire friends group at that time mm. all knew what was going on and no one told me. Sounds like some shit so friends. I just, yeah, so you can imagine the embarrassment. Yeah. Like, I've just, as like being the butt of a joke that you don't know you're the butt of the joke, you know, like around everyone, you know? Yeah. Like, it's my so, life story. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was, so I come back, I'm still trying to like figure out, we, I end up going to my friend's birthday party and yeah. she, she ended up being there. And at this time, I didn't know that she was with like so called friend. Yeah. And I don't know that the whole entire friends group knew. Yeah. I'm just there like a fucking idiot, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, just none the wiser at the time, you know, just trying to, you know, and I, at the stage, like I've had a bit of an alcoholic spell and like I've gone out and I've come, I was like, fuck, I can't do this. I just need to get back into training and whatnot, like, you know, and so I'm like trying to get healthy again, trying to do good. And then I can't remember how I found out, but I found out. And that's when. I was like, oh, and you, it's like, you know, when you, you think something's a certain way and then you find out, it's like, you know, yeah. when your reality kind of gets wrong, it's like, holy shit, this yeah. whole fucking thing was a joke and a liar being lied to and everyone's just like fucking laughing at me behind their backs kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I just felt like a fucking idiot. So I just ended up on this massive fucking bender. Mm. Um, I'm, I made myself sick. So I, was, I ended up, I was like, I was basically trying to drink myself to death. Um, uh, but, but there was this, there's this thing. So that, here's the thing like about depression, right? Like these, um, I was, I was in a suicidal state, mm -hmm. but I hadn't gone to a point of complete selfishness yet. Like I, I still wanted to be around for people, like people I loved, you know? Mm. So although I was hurting and like, I still hadn't had any closure from this thing. That, that's a huge thing, right? Like, I just wanted to know, I just, I just wanted to at least talk to her and understand what had happened, like, mm. you know? And so I'm like, oh, you know, I, can, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just, the, I'm just the joke around town, like, what the hell's going on? And so I'm like, you know, I'm drinking, I'm spying out of control, but I'm like, okay, and no, I still want to stay alive. So I remember going to my auntie who works with people, she, so she works with people like this, and... She's an amazing person. She actually takes in, she actually takes in children uh, that have uh, gone through the system and like kind of like have been displaced due to like domestic violence and you know yeah. stuff like that. So she's the kind of right person to go to for about this. So I remember going to auntie. And I was just like, auntie, I need help. I don't want to live, mm. but I know if I kill myself, that'll affect all of you. So like, how do we help me? So she gets me through like the mental health board and all this stuff and like trying to help me and whatnot. And we're like, okay, cool. So, um, I'm like, they get me on all these drugs. <laughs> I was literally like, I was a walking pharmacy. Like I, I had 
days that I don't remember because I was on so much stuff and apparently mm. like I was getting up in, at the night and would like walk around for like four hours at a time like eating stuff and watching TV and stuff and like not just not remember I was so drugged up like because when they did like my tests and stuff to see where I was at like apparently I was just like completely fucked yeah so I was so drugged up don't even like days were a blur don't remember sleeping like I, I just have like it'd be like snaps and I'd be like days had gone I'm like you know like oh shit it's Saturday like you know I thought it was Monday yesterday Damn. So it was just, I was just drugged up. And because I was on so many um, drugs, my liver um, ended up shutting down. Mm. I, was, I was also, um, I was sneaking other um, stuff. So I was like finding people that had other medications so I could like double down on like my lorazepams and stuff like that. So I was like, I was, I was double, triple dosing, you know, because I was just like, you know, just like, oh, okay, this is, life's all goods when you're fucking... Mm. You know, float, you're feeling all gooey and floating on clouds. So I ended up sh shutting my liver down. And I think also all the drinking as well that I was doing. So I was still like just sneaking drinks and shit and just like, you know, just getting on the, which just get pissed and <laughs> just get drunk in my, in my room at home <laughs> on heaps of drugs and stuff. So I might, I got really fucking sick. So I ended up like almost like dying, dying um, and ended up in hospital on like liver dialysis and stuff. So they're trying to like uh, repair my liver. Um, and that was an interesting time for me because it was like, um, it's funny how like when you've, when you've got something, you know, when you've got money and status and all that, you know, like, mm. and you've got the girl and everything's like, everyone wants to be around for the party, right? You know, everyone wants to be there, everyone wants to be a part of it. And then here I am like broken, sick in hospital. And like, I think maybe three or four people that I knew came to see me. Mm. And I think that's that's what put my like things into perspective. I was like, holy shit! Like, actually, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Unless you're going somewhere or you're or you're already doing something, no one actually really cares who you are, like you know or what you you know. And so that was that like broke me again. So I was like, okay, I've lost my brother, I've lost my girl, and then also, oh, I've got no friends. Yeah. So, um, it was, I still can't. So I'm, I get through this hospital period, which was terrible. It's like three. I spent three months in hospital, man. It fucking it sucked. Yeah. Um, basically just on my own. Mm. Um, I get out and I'm still a bit broken. Still want to fucking not live. Mm. I don't want to fucking live. Um, but I still kind of do like a little bit. So I'm still like trying to get help. Um, and then I finally get a message from my girl at the time. She's like, uh. Oh, so she'd sent me a message before, like, um, oh yeah, so yeah, so she ends up sending me a message, and like, it's it's pretty nasty, like it's just this nasty message, and it just, it, so I've just gone to a hospital because I think I was messaging in a hospital, and then yeah, finally get this message, and it's just the nastiest message, mm. and that's when I remember reading, that. I was like, oh my god, like, and it just fucked me up. Yeah. So I just get to the stage, I'm just like, okay, I'm actually going to kill myself, and like I I I was like like I'm. Like, I'm literally going to kill myself. Like, this is reading that had just, I'm like, okay, I'm already down here, man. Like, why are we sending me shit like this? Like, yeah. you know, it, it almost seemed like it was a message, like, complaining I should kill myself. Not, not that she said that, but it was like, that's how it made me feel. It's like, okay, yeah. like, maybe I, it's like, fuck, maybe I should just fucking die. Yeah. Go to Mandy. I was like, I'm, I'm actually going to kill myself. We need to go and self admit myself into a rehab. Yeah. Um, so we go to this. We go to the doctors to try and get into this rehab thing and they literally, instead of putting me in the facility that's closer to my house, um, 
they ended up fucking getting these armed guards and they put me in this criminal psych ward in West Auckland. <laughs> so, so I'm this like, doesn't sound like a place I'm, you'd want to be. I'm this like, I, like, dude, I'm 5'8 on a good day. Like, <laughs> so, so I'm like, like here I am thinking, oh, they're going to put me in rehab, give me some pills and like pat me on the back. Like, you're right. Yeah. Good? Like, you know, give you a hug. Instead, I'm fucking surrounded by like seven fucking police officers. Like, like you're a criminal. They're trying to handcuff me and put me in this wagon and fuck, they take me to this criminal site ward, man. They put me in this criminal site ward, right? And it is the fucking scariest fucking place I've ever been in my life. Like, Think of like the craziest gangsters, man. Like there's a this one like I was getting stood over every day. There's this one dude that was like fucking running around screaming all the time, talking about how he's gonna slit everyone's throats when they sleep and shit. Like it was Oh, so you were like with it's people. It's a criminal psych ward, man. Yeah. So you weren't like in your own little room. Nah, I was in the. Why would they put you in there? <laughs> yeah, right. It was outrageous. That's and, fucked. And so obviously they make you take these pills, like shove these yeah, pills. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm in fucking la la land, like getting like fucking like. I remember this one dude, Gray was grabbing me by the throat, like, hand me up against the wall. And he's like, fucking, like give me this and give me. I'm just like, he's like, give me your phone. I'm like, I'm not fucking giving you my phone. Like still, like, I'm just like, if you punch me in here, I'm not gonna feel it anyway. <laughs> I'm fucking yeah. floating. Um, but I didn't know behind the scenes, my auntie wor works on the DHB and like, isn't this? She's like, why the fuck have they taken him there? And she's fighting. As soon as they take me in, she was fighting to get me out. So they had actually lied to us and said, basically I got profiled, right? You know, black dude, tattoos, yeah. beard, put him, put him in the yeah. fucking throw cycle, him in the throw bitch. him in the fucking, throw him in the, um, so they had lied to me and said that there wasn't any beards at the facility I was supposed to go to. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so they just fucking put me in, the, and so my auntie ends up fucking managing to get me out and they take me to where I'm supposed to go. I'm like, Holy fuck, I'm in heaven. Where they had these little massage chairs and shit. I'm like seeing them fucking vibrating on the this fucking lit. Like, you know, like in, and you know, like got got cable TV. What movies do you want to watch? I was like, fuck, you got movies? Hey, this is great. What's up, you horny little pelicans? We are back uh, with our beautiful friends at Balesa. We're here to talk about Balesa, the ethical porn revolution. If you're feeling horny, if you're at home, you're listening to this podcast and you just want to stick something deep inside you and make your toes curl, now is the time, motherfuckers. Head over to bplus.co slash tap in. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can get an unlimited access to a growing library of over 50 channels and 30 adult studios. It is run by our queens and they make sure that the girls are having a good time. When they're coming, they're coming properly. They have a good time. They actually squirt. They actually come. They choose their lover. That's awesome. We're here for our queens. We want to watch porn that is not only good for the economy. Yeah. Good for the environment, but good for our women. You could pay as little as a dollar a month. As you could pay more too if you wanted to. You, you could run that bill up. Yeah, you could give them all, all your money. Head over to bplus.co slash tap in. And they also have dildos and a good time. Um, so yeah, that was actually good, but it's it's crazy what your brain does, right? So because in that criminal site ward, it was so fucking disturbing. Mm. I can only remember it as cartoons. Really? Yeah. For my brain to pro so when I was talking to psychologists, apparently when you go through immense trauma, your brain will change characters in your brain and make them like cartoons or like certain entities so that you can actually cope with it because the reality of it was too intense for your brain to process at the time. Wow. And because I'd already gone through things. 
So yeah, when I think back, like it's I'm like sounds this, like a good time. Yeah, yeah man. Was it a Family Guy? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, well, what it was that crazy. So I like remember at this cartoon, there's this wacky time, and there's this dude that had this tea towel over his head, going saying, "I'm gonna slit your throats while you sleep and shit." He's like, it's, it's like it's Dude, this is a crazy show. It was a crazy show. So yeah, I end up in this really nice place. And I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, this is good. Um, and I get out. I get out, and I'm doing a lot better. Right? I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm like, okay, this is all good. And then, um, fuck, I probably should never have talked to my girl again, but my ex girl. We're talking, <laughs> and she's like, oh, I've got some of your stuff, blah blah blah. Like, do you want to meet up and whatnot? I'm like, oh yeah, like yeah, like got like you know, I've got some of this shit somewhere. Go end up, end up catching up. It was, actually, it was kind of like a movie. It was like under this like fucking bypass bridge bit and like, you know, I was like, oh, it was fucking, you know, like, yeah. a, like a movie scene. Um, and like at this point, I've still had no closure. All I've gotten is really some like nasty texts. I, I mean, I by all means, I could have probably have sent some, but I don't fucking really remember. Um, well, so you were like, going through this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so we get there and we're like, mm. I remember just going to her. I just remember saying, it's like, hey, I don't, know exactly how we got to this point or like what's going on or whatever um and i understand that i might never know yeah and so I, and and i just go to it and i and i was like and that's okay and then i just started saying like heaps of nice stuff i was like i was just really thankful for our time together thought she was an amazing person um and like how proud i was of where when we first met like how much more confident and outgoing and mm. like, you know, willing she was to put herself in positions that were like out of her, you know, mm. out of her uh, box, you know, basically like she, and she's just like grown into this amazing person. I was like, thought it was really cool. And then, um, she just fucking starts going off at me. I'm <laughs> like, Whoa, <laughs> she was like, she was like, where were you for me? Like, where were you for me? And all this. Like, why didn't you take my Instagram photo? <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> Come on. Why did you pick it? Why did you comment was, on my photo for yeah, engagement? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she starts going to me. She's like, don't for a second think that you had anything to do with my career or my friends or like who my friends are. I'm just like, I'm just thinking, I'm just like, well, one, you never would have met your boss if it wasn't for me. Two, all your friends are my friends. But, yeah. I d but then I realized that when she was like saying these things, it, it's like she'd come in like pre-meditated, I guess is the word. Like she already had, I think they would like said to us, oh, he'll probably say this and he'll probably say that and say this. But I said none of those things. Yeah. So she just starts saying them. And I'm just like, whoa. And she's like, just fuck it, dude. It was like, it was like every single thing she said was just like another stab and it just fucked me up. Yeah. And then... This is where I ended up finding out that, like, she was, you know, seeing a dude and, like, the all, you know, this whole thing. And it, that's... It all just made sense. All just started fucking clicking. The light, you know, the light bulb went on. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this all makes sense. Who else would know this, you know? like, And then yeah. that's... Dude, and I remember driving driving back mm. over the over the Harbour Bridge. Harbour Bridge is, like, the bridge in Auckland City. It's probably the only thing we've got. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember just driving over the Harbour Bridge, going back home, and I'm just like, I'm, I remember driving over the Harbour Bridge yeah. after this meeting, and I was like, that's when I'd made it up in my mind. I was like, I was so bottomed out. Yeah. I was like, I'm done. And and that's what you've got to be careful about. If you, anyone that's going to commit suicide isn't going to tell you, like, like if, if they do say they're going to commit suicide, help them, like, fucking by all means help them, but, like, be careful for the, like, 
The people that you know that have gone through some shit and when they go silent, that's when you need to fucking worry. Like, so I'd made the decision. I went, I remember I went back to my auntie's because I was staying at my auntie's because she had me at the time. Gave her, like, I, she, I was just like, how'd it go? I broke down and cried and I was like, and I said to her, I was like, but I'm going to be okay. Like, yeah. Which was a complete fucking lie. So I'm going to be okay. I love you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. And like, I remember like hugging my cousin, hugging my auntie, hugging my other. I tried to call a few people. A lot of, a lot of people didn't answer. So you, you got to remember too, like all my people that I thought were my best mates at the time weren't there for me. Yeah. No one answered their phones when I called. No one caught up with me when I needed, like. Needed I, a chat. Like, no one. It's funny, funny everyone wants to be my friend now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, just, just alone. And I remember fucking packing all my shit and stuff. Cause I was like, <laughs> the way I was going to do it, I was like, like I'm just going to get in my car. I'm going to fill it up. I'm going to take all my shit with me. I'm just going to blow heaps of money on like drugs and alcohol. And then I'm going to hang myself. I, I even went into the Repco, which is like the place where you go for like auto parts and shit with cars. And I was like, <laughs> I remember talking to the dude, like just fucked off my face. Yeah. I, don't, I, just, I don't know how I didn't get pulled over. Um, so <laughs> I remember going and I'm like talking to the dude about like ropes and just like, oh, how much like weight can this take? And shit, like just... It was, yeah, and um, I ended up just, I fucking, I think I was up for like set, like a whole week I didn't sleep, man. Wow. Just fucking going around to every fucking dungeon and shit that you can think of, just hanging out with the worst people doing the worst shit. Yeah. Um, which was funny, but like at that time in life were the only people that I could even relate to or could relate to me. And like, it was like, remember meeting all these people, like, you know, like these crack whores and shit like that, had all these crazy stories. And it was like, for the first time in months, I was actually connecting with people that like understood me. And I was like, man, like all these people are so broken. And I'm like, you didn't choose this man. Like life just fucked you over. And like, yeah. you got here and they were actually like, man, like some of the most fucking, like I, I know a few of them are like dead now. Kind of some, um, yeah, it was just, I think it was really sad. Cause I know, like, I'm lucky because I met people like you and Chris. But I know that there's these people that are still there, man. Like, you know, they just got, they just got fucked a bit by life. Yeah. And then they won't be as lucky, and that'll be the end, you know? Yeah. And, there's some, there's some fucking beautiful people, man. But you'd see them on the street, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't even think twice to, you know, say anything to them. Yeah. And like, those are the people that were there for me, you know. And yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Those are the last people I ever like. I was like, oh, these are the, be the last people I ever connect with, and it was like, it was like quite cathartic, like you know. Yeah. Just seen that, um, seen that, that perspective on life, you know, like, you know, um, so I ended up, where did I end up? I ended up out in, like, East Auckland at this fucking, like, actually really nice lookout. It was like, mm. I was, I remember just sitting there looking at, and I was just fucking doing heaps of gear, and. Gear is. Oh, I was doing, like, fucking crack and cocaine or some shit yeah. so I, had, I was fucking shooting shit up for the first I'd never shot shit up ever in my life I was like oh, I'm just gonna fucking shoot some shit up so I was shooting shit up as well and it's, that shit was crazy 
um, felt like if you can imagine like a billion little fucking people living inside you, massaging every fucking you know part of your body, it was the most amazing. I was like, oh, okay, life feels good for like ten seconds. Um, Please don't do drugs. Yeah, but I um. Yeah, don't do drugs. Yeah, don't don't yeah, shoot don't. up crack cocaine. Don't, yeah, <laughs> don't, definitely don't do that. Um, and then I remember when it hit too. I was like, holy shit! Like, your body knows when you're dying. I just had this, you know, in fucking movies, and there's that the dolly shot, like you know when you zoom yeah. in, but you're right. Yeah, it was like that. I was like, oh, holy shit! And my heart started going all weird, and I was like, fuck! I was all tingly, and I started fucking having this crazy panic attack. And then my heart was just going so fucking fast. I was like, holy shit. I remember, I remember you could physically see my heart like going up. Like it was like it was trying to fucking push out my chest and it like hurt with every fucking, um, every beat hurt. And it felt like, it felt like literally felt like someone had injected acid into my veins. And I was from the crack. Yeah, from 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 the shit, man. Like, cause I I'd taken so much up as my heart, like, yeah, my fucking, I was more drugs than blood. Yeah. And so like, I'm fucking. It felt like my eyes had exploded. I thought my eyes had exploded, and I was bleeding out of my eyes. Like I had blood coming out of my ears and everything. Cause your pressure's so high. Yeah. So I in I I ended up thrashing about, and I'd smashed up the entire inside of my car, like just with my bare hands. I'd like I broke my fingers and shit. Like I'd. Yeah, it was crazy. I ended up, um, I was in so much pain. I was like, I need to kill myself. I don't mm. want to die like this because this hurts too much. Like it hurts so much. I was like, I, I can't die like this. I have to get out on the curb and I need to knock myself out or I need to cave my, fa- my head in. I literally was in so much pain that I thought caving my own head in on the, on the curb would feel better. Damn. So I like smashed, I smashed the window and crawled out the window. I like cut my face up and everything like, I was bleeding everywhere and just, I remember crawling and I could feel dirt and grass because I couldn't see. I thought my eyes had exploded. So um, I'm crawling until I felt concrete. As soon as I felt the concrete, I was just smashing my head on the concrete as hard as I could. Jesus. Um, yeah. And I remember <sighs> screaming and like I was shrieking and like it wasn't working. So I just remember um, shrieking and screaming and going, somebody please kill me. Like, just shoot me. Like, I was screaming out, someone shoot me, please just come and shoot me. Like, and, it, and it's funny because one of my fears as a kid, I mean, like, you know, when you're kidding, like, uh, right, like, what are you afraid of and stuff? One of my things I remember writing as a kid was I was afraid to die alone. Like, I always wanted to die mm. in a room full of people I love. And here I am dying in the worst pain you can imagine, completely alone have been completely alone for months, no friends, you know, and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, well this sucks, like, you know. Mm. And then this is where this weird, this crazy experience started happening where I had, so I didn't notice at the time, but once your pain receptors, are, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, what's maxed it? out? Yeah, basically maxed out. So like my, I, my, pain receptors had completely saturated that my body didn't have, I, I reached this point where my body didn't actually have any more pain to give me, like I couldn't feel it anymore. Um, but during this time, I had I had gone into like this third person view where I was watching myself like curled in a ball dying. Mm. Yeah, and it like felt like my, it felt like my skin was shedding and stuff. And I was, I was watching myself 
um, watch being watched by these four, like these five entities that were like my own inner thoughts, which materialized as um, a little girl, this mum, a teenager, this dude, and then this like shadowy kind of like demon figure. And they were all talking shit about me. Like the little girl's crying, like I can't watch this anymore. I can't watch him go through this. The 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 guys like just abusing me as like, oh, he's just a pussy, like you don't deserve to live anymore. And then like the mum and the guys like, no, I believe in him. Like, like it was this weird dude, it was crazy. Like I'm watching these things talk about me watching me. And like <laughs> dude, I was like, what the like you know in those fucking cop TV shows where they're interviewing someone, there's that glass wall mm. and they're behind Yeah, so it was like I'm up there, I'm here dying, and then they're on the other side watching me die while I watch them both. Wow. And I can hear everything. I'm just like, come on, guys. No, like, cut it out. I'm dying over here. Everyone's going to shoot me. Um, and I remember the last thing I remember, and I was like, so I was having these transitions where I was going in and out of from third person to feeling the pain. So when I was in third person, I didn't feel any of the pain. But when I was, then I'd go back to first person, I'd feel the pain. And it was like, each time, I think there was these five things dying within me. And then the, I remember the little girl going, uh, I can't watch this anymore. And the woman going, don't worry, you only has to go through this one more time, which was this feeling of dying, because I thought I'd died so many times. And then the guy voice is going, oh, like, nah, there's no way no one's ever gone through it this many times. And I'm just thinking, I'm there like, what the fuck? So I reached this point of my pain receptors completely um, saturate and I've got no more so I just start getting pumped full of fucking euphoria or whatever the fuck it's called so I'm there and I hit this point I'm just like I had just accepted I was like okay one more time and I'm like I'm like let's start saying shit like bring it on like let's fucking do this I'm ready and I completely accepted it like I just completely accepted it. I was like give me the pain let's go and it's like as soon as I said that to myself the pain went and it came on and instead of it being that feeling of dying again I literally had this raging hard on. <laughs> I get this fucking, the Mac Daddy of all boners. I was pr like the proudest boner I've ever had in my life. And it feels like I'm having, like, having this fucking orgasm. Like It's like, I don't know if I came, but it sure as hell felt like I felt like I was fucking shooting, like, you know, like Spider-Man loads. Just it was crazy. And then I just completely blacked out. And then everything was like cold for like, like I just remember this real cold and like I was in this dark place and I could feel my breath and it was like kind of icy. Mm. Um, and then I just got, I was like, oh, this is death. Okay, it's just dark and cold. That fucking sucks. Should have stayed alive. <laughs> and then that's when I got um, fucking beamed into this fuck, into the stratosphere. It felt like someone had put my brain in a fucking rocket like a rocket slingshot just shot me into the fucking universe and I exploded like a firework and just ended up in this place that was just full of all these beautiful colours and um, just all these like binaural sounds and shit. It was like I was in the womb of the universe and then this thing that was called itself the is was like talking to me telepathically, telling me about how um, everything's connected and like I was just like, oh shit, okay, this is... I'm in heaven and I, I I literally it was basically a psychedelic trip man I spent this like what felt like and this sounds crazy every time I sat to someone but I literally lived in that place 
longer than I've lived on earth. Wow. So it felt like, and, and it's like, that's why life to me now is just so like bizarre because I'm like, oh, I've been somewhere else longer than I've been here. And but basically. Bas- Did you get a wife and kids? N- no, oh. it was, it was, it was a, it was this journey of like self-discovery and understanding how energy doesn't, energy never dies. It just gets used and transferred into something else. So like, you know how like, uh, water evaporates and turns into clouds. You know, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's just these energy cycles. So I was like, ex- I got to experience like, um, I got to experience living as every single like organism that's ever lived, like being f- like and like this massive super. Like it like touched my head and I like exploded like a star. I bloomed like a flower. I like came out of a fucking fish's asshole. Like, you know, like it's all these things. And I got to. I got to experience it all and I just remember like I was crying and like it was beautiful and I was just so happy and I was like asking all these questions. I was like, I was like, do I love Egypt because I lived as an Egyptian once? He's like, he's like, yeah, of course he did. Like, and he like showed me my life as an Egyptian. I was like, holy shit. And I was like, so I like cats more than dogs because I used to be a cat, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you're a panther and shit like that. And I was like, fuck it. So I've always loved panthers. Like, and so I like got to run around the jungle as a panther. Like, oh, this was your life as a panther. And I was like, just got to live like I was just, and then I asked about the the five entities that were my voices on my head. It's like, oh yeah, like you're a little girl, you died in a car crash with the mum and the. Da-. I was like, like just Damn. all these wild stories, and I was like, I was like, um, and he was explaining to me like, so the gist of it was like, every living, so we're all these like we're all like, in forms of energy, right? Like you know, yeah. we all I think we all inherently know there's something in this flesh vehicle that's powering us. We just don't know what the fuck it is, right? Yeah. And so he started explaining this thing. Sorry, I shouldn't say he because it was just the years. It wasn't. It was everything and nothing. And it started explaining to me that like we all start off as this like molecule of energy that like levels up through like different things. So you start as like a you know single cell organism, and you level through, and like you you be animals and you be all these things. And then the last level that you get to is human. But there's varying degrees of being a human. Yeah. Like, have you ever met people that are like? 60 and you're just like bro how do you not know anything about life yeah like or you meet someone who's so young like how are you so wise for your age like it's it's not how old you are in terms of physicality but how many energy cycles have you done and so you have to do x amount of energy cycles to level and progress to have all perspectives on life so you can transcend into this place where they are and i'm just like fuck me man like what the fuck Wow. So I'm just like, okay, so I'm asking these questions and like, um, he's like answering them. And then I, I, uh, and this is where it got fucking crazy. Cause I asked. Oh, this, it wasn't crazy already. It wasn't crazy. Already. <laughs> that was completely new. I asked I this. I grew up Hare Krishna and that's what they believe. Dude, I, I fuck, that's cool, man. I lived on a fucking Hare Krishna farm as a kid, man. Really? Yeah. It was, it was one of the places we tried to hide from my dad. Um, wow. Yeah. Like, like Hulva and shit. I love that stuff as a kid growing up. Hulva, like, yeah. Yeah, Hulva oh. was good. Like some good sweet Hulva. Oh, yeah. What is Hulva? It's like a, it's like this kind of brown pudding thing. It's mm. flipping beautiful, man. You yeah, put little like raisins a, and dates. It's like and a stuff. grain that gets cooked down with like butter and sugar. Yeah. It's like almost like quinoa turned into a dessert. Oh, yeah, that that's nice. a flipping good way to put. Oh, man, I flipping used to run on that shit. Hold up, but what were you saying? Was oh. that crazy? <laughs> I need to hear this. Sorry, yeah, I'm invested. So, so, so yeah. I've never heard this shit. So, oh, dude, this is the fucking short version as well because it was just like that time in my life that was my game changing point. Um, yeah, but 
I remember asking this question and it's the one question he didn't answer. And he's like, it's time for you to go back now. I'm like, what do you mean go back? Where are we going? Like back to where we just were before? He's like, no, like you have to go back to earth. And I was like, why? And he's like, because you need to find the answer to that question. And I was like, Jeez. I'm, I'm like, I'm not going back. And he's like, no, you, you have to. And I was, and I was like, no, I'm like, I'm literally pleading with this thing. I was like, do not fucking send me back. Like, please, I'll do anything. Like, can't I find out? He's like, no, like, he's like, he's like, and he, I remember it going to me and I felt, felt it like he'd picked me up in its arms and was holding me. It's like, literally told me like, don't worry. I'm almost certain this will be your last earth cycle. And like, I felt some kind of like, okay, but I was still just, I just started crying. I was like, oh man, like I, like, I don't know if I'm strong enough to go back and like go wow. to this. And then it felt, and then I just remember feeling like I'd been plunged underwater, like, and I was drowning and someone had like pulled me up. And when I pulled up, I was like, <gasps> it was like, I remember going, <gasps> and it was like I was breathing for the first time and I had all these fucking tubes in me, like tubes up my nose, down my fucking throat. I think there's one in my cock, like, you know, the catheter, so I could piss. I'm like, bro, the catheters, oh man, they were like nasty. And I'm, like, <gasps> I'm like, fucking, I'm like, dude, and there's all these beeping and shit. And the fucking people like, going crazy, he's alive, he's alive, like what the fuck, like everyone's going crazy. And like, I had not known this, um, but at the time um, of this fucking dining shit, this fucking bus driver, bro. So the place where I died, right? I made sure I was in a place like where no one could find me, right? It's like yeah. this new place where they're doing new builds and shit. Like the names, the roads aren't even named yet. Mm. This fucking East or, and I don't know if anyone knows who he is, but I need to find this guy one day. This fucking bus driver who had finished his shift, right? Mm. Had decided for whatever reason, and this is on the fucking night of a blood moon thingy as well, so all sorts of weird shit was that. For whatever reason, he had decided to drive back to the depot an alternative route for whatever reason and just randomly found me. And had he have not found me, the ambulance never would have gotten me, gotten to me in time to put me in the ICU. But I did, even though I got there, I died four times. And on the fourth time I died, they're like, oh, we can't bring him back. So that, oh, so that was the this, this cycle of like the girl. And yeah, the... possibly. Yeah, so I was never on the fucking ground. I was in fucking ICU, like dying. But it, my brain's last imprint was of me on that street. So it correlated me being in the street to me being in ICU. So the whole time I'm just, in, apparently my head smashing when yeah. I thought I was calling on the ground shit, I was actually running headfirst into the ambulance and throwing people off me, trying to kill myself. Like I was smashing, running headfirst into the ambulance. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like fighting people off and like running into the ambulance trying to kill myself. But my, what I experienced was completely different. It's crazy. I like your version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, but they had literally called my mum and said, he's sorry, he's dead. Like you're coming, can you come and ID the body? And then I just came alive. And then I remember just abusing him. I was like, hey, fucking take me back. I can't believe, fuck. I was going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then, and then I. That's <laughs> probably not what someone want to hear if they yeah. bring you back. Yeah, yeah, so, like, they, just, they just tried four times to so bring I'm, you back yeah, alive. And you're I'm, just like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> Send me back over. I, I was like, re I was really, yeah. And then I was really sorry because I got really hungry and I wanted heaps of ice cream. So I'm so sorry. I was saying, fuck you. Can I have some ice cream? Like, <laughs> <laughs> please. Like, I'm, no, so I'm just angry. Yeah. Yeah, I was just angry and hungry. Um, it's like a good Snickers commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine yeah. they like cast him after this. Yeah, and so so I ended up fucking coming out of that somehow. Yeah, and um and I was like, 
second, I need to go to rehab and really sort my life out. So my mate's like, um, I'll bring you to Rarotonga with me. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck it. It's, I need to get out of New Zealand. I need yeah. to be away from all these people. Fuck everyone here. I'm going to Rarotonga. Let's go to rehab. Fucking, fucking funny thing is, the fucking club in, rehab, in fucking Rarotonga is called Rehab. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we, just, we just fucking end up fucking like... Dude, I, we just, it was terrible. We just ended, I was straight back on the piss, going to rehab every night, fucking partying. Damn. Like, yeah, and I'm just like, holy shit, this is not all, this is not all good. We can't be fucking doing this. Yeah. Um, it was fun, but I, I fucking, I just, it was just much of the same thing. And I, was, and I realized until, until I found a philosophy for my own life, mm. I'll never have values. And if I don't have any values, I'll never have any, like I won't have any meaning to my life. And if I have no meaning, then I don't have a map that I can kind of follow to guide myself. Yeah. And that's what I realized. I was like, holy shit, like, a, what? A, I, I didn't value anything. All yeah. my values were put into making someone else happy. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, was, I wasn't responsible for my own shit. You know, I didn't take responsibility for anything, you know? And so it's like, I was given, a, basically gave myself a choice. It's like, fuck man, either, either nothing matters and just live your life as this like flipping nihilist where you like, and you can pretend you're woke, but oh man, like, that doesn't matter. It's like, that's, but I think that's a fucking cop out, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, and you can't, I don't think, I don't think you can make just a few things matter. I think it's either nothing matters or everything matters. Like yeah. you get up, you make your bed, you have a clean fucking, you know, room. Like you look after yourself, you look after others, you know, like I think everything has to matter to, to yeah. a degree. You can't just kind of pick and choose, but then you have your, you have the values that kind of direct yourself. So I just, yeah, I just gave myself this thing. I was like, okay, that's it. Everything matters. And then if kind of everything matters, then at least you're doing enough to keep yourself on this kind of path where you can start finding out what you value. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure that out now, but um, I think I, I've, I've based my philosophy on, uh, on life, on, on knowledge and vision. So I want to, when I talk about knowledge, it's, I think, I think I wanted to understand not just my, myself, but other people and how we like, I'm really big on human behavioral biology. Like I want to understand like the reason why we interact with each other and like, what is the driving force behind someone's actions? And, and I think it's because I didn't, I still never got those answers from someone, mm. you know? And so that's, I was like, okay, I just need to figure out why do we think these, why do we do it? And then once I realized that, it's like, man, there's so many contributing factors to like, um, to why we do things. Like there's, there's this uh, gene in our body called MAO alpha. And if it's, um, if it's, it can only be activated as a child before the age of four, if you have like been abused or sexually abused, which leads to these antisocial and like uh, tendencies that, like, you know, like, uh, gets, you know, like being an antisocial person, like bad relationship. And so I was sexually abused as a kid. So I didn't realize that, you know, yeah. these things that I was like feeling like these, these, this inability to not control my emotions or my aggression stuff stemmed from something that when I was sexually abused as a kid that I, you know, I didn't have any power over that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, like, I'm getting mad at someone who's treated me a certain way. 
when she probably doesn't even know why she did that. Yeah. And that's brought me a lot of comfort. I'm just like, man, we're all just, we're all just products designed by something that we had no control over. And so it, I just learned through like the knowledge of that to like just let go of the things that you can't control and they can't control either. That's and, a good way to look at things. You know, like, and so like, am I going to be a victim? Like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Like, I can't believe my brother died. I can't believe this happened. I can't believe she left me. I can't believe she fucked my mate. I can't believe all this. Or do I just understand that? Man, it, at face value, there's so much more going on behind the scenes that you don't know why they did that. You don't know that. And, and, and a part of like meeting these people, these fucking crack cores and these drug addicts and stuff that were there for me in my life. So it's like, dude, if I looked at them without going through what I'd gone through, I wouldn't even know the complexities behind that thing that I see as the end product as well. And that's why I just realized that, man, we're all just doing what we can with what we have. And a lot of what we do, we have no fucking control over. Mm. And so I was just like, man, like, I can either say all these things happen to me or I can say they all happen for me and do it, become solutions orientated and be like, dude, I think I know why you did that. I'll accept my part on it. Mm. And then also accept that you're still trying to figure yourself out too. And that's fucking okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to take it to heart because as soon as you take shit to heart, you fucking lose, man. Yeah. Like you just lose. So I think, yeah, that's my philosophy on life is having the knowledge to understand these things, but then also having the vision to apply it so that my future is orchestrated in a way where that won't ha happen as much, you know? And yeah. It, yeah. Cause you just, Man, I think we're all just trying our best, right? We are. Like, we are. We're what, all just trying our best. What point? Uh, because I'm I, okay. So I remember when we got on the phone with you with Christian. I was in the car. I remember it distinctly. Yeah. You you at hot. You're in hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, you wanted to you wanted someone to come inject you with steroids. <laughs> This guy's in hospital. Hey, look, bro, and he was he was gotta, jacked. Look, I don't care how he was fucking bad your fuck. life is. You've got to stay jacked. <laughs> so, man, I was, I was still trying to look good. Like, fuck, man. I was like, do yeah. I look good? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and so this is, yeah, so this is where Chris and Harry come into play. So the one fucking person that was there for me and talked to me or even had time to me, send me messages or call me or whatever uh, was Christian, who's, um, you know, our, our best mate. That's how we know each other. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I tried... I called Christiane when I was in hospital. I was like, hey, man, I need you to get me some tests. And I need you to come and pin my ass. <laughs> I'm in hospital. Um, I was sitting there and I heard it. I was like, what the fuck? Who's that? And he's like, oh, bro. <laughs> he's like, oh, bro. did, did it, we come to the hospital? No, thank God. Thank God you guys didn't come. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, for, I don't know what Christiane had told you about me but basically oh, he, must said, have been he just fucking said good you things, yeah. no he said you were going through it yeah and and at that point was after i did heartbreak island and i just had my friend kill him my brother's best friend kill himself yeah so i was like shit like this is i was like this is bad like what what can we do and i don't remember what point did, did i meet you um, when you I'm, obviously meet you when you're out yeah if i can this is when i kind of come out come out the other end and i just had this like fucking whole like new philosophy on life of just like Mm. It is what it is. Understand what you can. Use what you understand. Apply it. And then everything else outside of that, you can't control. So just fucking let it go. Yeah. 
And so I'm just like, yeah, cool, man. Like, you know, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go back out, live life. Fuck all these fucking people. I mean, you know, I, so I'm now I'm just a lone wolf. I'm just like, you know, fucking no tribe. Fuck it. A daughter alone. Yeah. Fuck, you know, we're in, we're in, um, I'm in basement. I can't remember who I'm with. If I can, oh, wait, no, I remember, I remember who I'm with. Don't give names. Yeah, not going to give names. <laughs> And uh, I remember this fucking giant man just fucking putting his arms around me. I'm just like, oh, I think I'm getting attacked. I'm about to fucking turn around and karate chop someone <laughs> in the fucking throat. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing it. And he's like, I don't know, it's this, this lovely, lanky noodle <laughs> with the bit who's, I don't know how drunk he was, but he was the smiliest, happiest person I had ever met. And he's like, Jakey! <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> so it's Harry. Christopher, I was like, oh, yo. And he's like, he's going, I love you, man. <laughs> he's like, I love you. I'm so happy to meet you. I'm just like, I'm like, and I felt, I just felt his energy instantly. And you know when you just, you just like fucking click with someone. And he, I remember him hugging me. This is the first time we've met. He just yeah. fucking grabbed me like one of his girls in the club and just like, yeah, come here, again. <laughs> I love you. Come here, you silly rugger. I love you. Um, and it was... Like, fuck. I remember that moment and I was like, like, I'd been through so much shit, man. And like, I felt like I had no friends, you know? And then when I met this dude and from just the start, I was like, fuck, I've like, like, you know, I just felt like I'd found my tribe again, you know? Like, I was like, this is my guy, like, you know? And then, and then, and then Christian fucking comes up to me, he's like, Jakey, I'm just like, and I remember we just fucking, it was just energy crew from day one. Like, it was just yeah. the fucking, and we just had this massive group hug, and it was like, and I was like, fuck. It was like everything I'd gone through all now made sense. It's like, that was the layoff, right? Like, it was like a fucking, you go through all this shit and it strips, it, I think, it's that, it's that cliche saying, right? You know, whatever breaks you, makes you. Like, you yeah. know, and looking back, I'm just like, man, all that shit fucking happened for me, not to me, so that I could be where I am right now, sitting here with my best fucking friend in the world, just fucking doing life, man. And, Ever since, uh, ever since that day, like we've just, me, him, and Chris have just been inseparable and like, being crazy. Just the fucking being crazy. You fucking said you wouldn't fucking out here crying and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pussy. No, no but um, but then I remember. So we had some fucking big nights um, and some great fucking memories, but then you started going through the fucking shit again. <laughs> So I was at I was at home in Australia, and I was like, "Mom, we need to get this dude the fuck out of New Zealand." Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry it's been like super sad, like heaps of dead yeah. people. But one of his friends got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, yeah. but like, but this is how we deal with dude, shit. I've this is how we deal. I've with, had so many friends die, the, man. The thing with Jakey is, 
because of his upbringing and where he came from, he ha has like a lot of gang ties and a lot of people that have, uh, you know, had had been through the trenches. Just mixed been, up with the wrong people. Been through this shit. So Jakey was was tied up in a lot of bad stuff at this point because obviously the shit that he was going through, the people that he was hanging out with, he was in a yeah. very like uh, I've, dangerous. I've had a few guns pulled on me. And, and yeah, a, and a very dangerous situation. <laughs> so Jakey like had one of his friends go missing and end up in a river. Yeah. And then he, I remember you called me and you're like, yo, this is, this is about to be bad. Like some, some shit's going down. Yeah, I'd, I'd also, I'd been, um, I'd, uh, well, you, you know, you do what you do to get by, you know? Like I was, I was doing some shit, some dodgy shit to get by, like, you know, like yeah. to fucking make ends and whatnot. And I'd, we'd had a run into a bit of trouble. Um, As you shit do. Shit got a bit hairy and basically Harry, Captain fucking Australia over here was like, to mum, mum, love you. She's my mum too now. Um, was like, let's get Jakey the fuck out of New Zealand. Bro. <laughs> to Australia. Um, and yeah, I fucking became a cowboy for like a fucking yeah. year. <laughs> so this, this dude is obviously the craziest gang shit going on. Guns pulled on him. Friends getting murdered. All this crazy stuff going on. I was like, get the fuck out of there. Come here. We hit him on the farm. And this guy was deathly afraid of fucking horses. He fucking would, terrified. He would not look at a horse in the eye. And we had to, like, for a fucking month, like, mom had to, like, <laughs> coach him through how to pat a horse and, like, get to the point where he was, like, able. And, like, this dude fucks people up. Like, he's a very dangerous man in a fight. He beats people up. And then he gets to a farm. He's like, yo, get the fucking get, mom. Get the, fucking, get the horses away mom, from get me. Get the fucking horse the, away from me. I'm not touching that fucking thing. But anyway, so, <laughs> so we get him to... Anyway, so there's obviously a lot more shit that's going on, but we get him to the farm, we change his life, everything's good, he escapes back uh, to New Zealand, working happy, healthy, now he's in LA. Now we're in LA. Now he's living About life. About to run up a bag. Fucking... I, I'm not spending any more money on you. We're about to run up no bags. <laughs> I'm about to get a credit card to go broke. <laughs> yeah, no. He's, he's taking all my shit, he's got my watch, you know, diamond, diamond bracelet. But anyway... Um, there's my best friend Jacob. His Instagram is J Saint Laurent. Um, if you want to give him a follow, if you want to tell him whatever you're going through, he's always a listening ear, and he's one of the smartest guys you'll meet. Like he does, it's the craziest shit. Is every night that we would go to sleep on the farm, I'd wake up in the morning before him, and he would just have like, like fucking professors talking about uh, like brain studies and stuff. Because obviously yeah, he's like, I love my lectures. Yeah, he's like, I need to, I need to sit down and like figure out what goes on in my brain because obviously you know he went through like. The, the absolute lowest that you could go through and he's like you know i need to figure out what the fuck was going on in here so mm. that's the craziest thing about jakey is um there's a lot more that than meets eyes is there anything you want to leave people with before we dip um that's a good oh, yeah that's a good question um honestly and i'm i actually mean it when i say that if there is actually any anyone out there going through something um Anyone who knows me knows this. If you DM me, I will I will reply and I'll talk to you about it and I'll mm. and I'll help as uh, best as I can. And then also, just lastly, um, I'd like to send my love and prayers out to the Vake family. Um, we uh, recently lost one of their brothers, Fal. Uh, so just sending out sending my love out to um, John, Willie, and James, and uh, rest in peace, Fal. You you are loved and you'll be missed. Amazing. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we love well, you. Thank, thank you for having me. Yeah. You know, peace and love. Thanks, guys. Subscribe. Like all that. Follow. Woo. Woo.